inside the game. Fourth and goal. And they're going to snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Foles, touchdown. You want Philly food? Yeah, let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to turn to be in at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look. Woo! Here we go, here we go. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of the Philly Philly podcast presented by SixPackCoverage.com, La Terrain Watches, and TheMonkeysUncle.net. Awesome show tonight lined up for you. I'm your host for the night, Eric Snuffy Perigini. Uh, Chris should be joining us in a little bit, but I am happy and excited to uh, tell you guys who I have right here. It's uh, from NFL Outdated, his name is Andy. And he's a huge Chicago Bears fan, and uh, we're going to talk some football and uh, probably jump right into it, man. Uh, what you think of that trade? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, you got me pumped up uh, with that uh, intro. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely uh, a huge Jalen Hurts fan. And uh, as you know, uh, when a team trades for a receiver, good things can happen with the young quarterback. And uh, I think – I'm hoping at least that this really can kind of uh, take Justin Fields to, to the next level um, when he has DJ Moore. And uh, when I saw the trade, I loved it. Um, I've been um, all in on Ryan Poles, you know, f- uh, from the get-go. Uh, first of all, he is a football guy. And the Bears, um, and if anybody that's followed football for long enough knows the Bears uh, GM and ownership and, and has just um, fumbled the ball in a lot of uh, front office moves. And now we have someone who knows what he's doing in the front office in Ryan Poles. He has Ian Cunningham there. You're very familiar with Ian Cunningham. And, and I, I like that, that tandem right there. Um, you, they know what they're doing and it shows with this trade, right? When it came through uh, it, it was yeah, I wasn't sure when it was going to happen. We just knew it was going to happen. Obviously, a lot of people were talking about you know trading fields. That was never going to happen. Never going to happen. So now they make this trade right before free agency. You get this uh, DJ Moore, um, who you know it sounds like from what I've heard uh, from the Panthers, he is really one of the um, most ego-less um, wide receivers. Uh, that that you'll find so i loved it um simply from that fact yeah i mean it was like you said you knew it was coming they had they really weren't going to take a quarterback you know they're all in on justin fields um i think he is a very special talent and much like jalen hurts you, you know you give him a true wide receiver number one I mean, we saw what happened with jalen hurts and aj brown I mean, Jalen Hurts turned into an MVP candidate. And, I mean, the sky's the limit now for, for uh, Justin Fields with, uh, with DJ Moore. And they may not be done at wide receiver. You never know what they could do. 
I would agree. And, and um, you know, going to uh, keep uh, telling everyone this. I, I was all in on Jalen Hurts last year at this time saying that he would be an MVP candidate, you know, and this was, you know, before they traded for A.J. Brown. So you look at a, a team and organization uh, that is, you know, making moves and, and obviously Howie Roseman, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you have a lot of things to say about what they've done with the Eagles. But when you, ha- <clears throat> sorry, when you have, a you know, leadership that's going to, you know, start building a team the right way receivers huge. Uh, and I'm sure with you as well, uh, with the Eagles, um, you just see the, the line is huge. And, and, and that's a lot of, a lot of times, uh, obviously I go back and forth on Twitter and Facebook with a lot of Packer fans and, and they keep pointing to fields, not being good because of his win loss record. And, and I, I said, all right, bring it, you know, when, when, when have you, but excuse me, but all the wins and losses, <coughs> excuse me. I'm a little verklempt here. Uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> but yeah. When, when do you put all the wins and losses on Aaron Rodgers? You don't The Packers fans don't. <clears throat> and yet they're going to do that on fields. So you build the right way with the receiver. You build that way, right way through the draft. And um, obviously the offensive line is going to be huge. Uh, so I love what they do for, for, for that. And then they, they get these other number one picks, right? <clears throat> these other picks that, that are really, uh, you know, going to help the bears continue to build. And, and, you know, I was wondering before if, if they would move back to, you know, two or four. Uh, but I, I really like, you know, nine, I think you still could get um, a quality player and maybe they go with a, an offensive lineman there. Uh, you know, maybe they go, I don't know if they're going to go receiver there, but I, I really think, um, you know, offense or defensive line could be in play there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with that, I'm going to bring my uh, co-host in, Chris. I'm sure he's going to have a, an opinion on maybe what you guys are going to do with the nine pick. Mm-hmm. So here we are. And hey, Chris, how are you, pal? What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, hey. You're the quiet one of the bunch, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i I was taking care of some things um so i missed the first couple of minutes so i don't even Uh, we just started talking and we jumped right into the bears trading the pick right in jump right in just like uh uh, ryan poles has jumped right in um everyone's ready to give him the key of the city now he still has a lot to do right but um i love what they they did there obviously now they've got the number nine pick i'm wondering and 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 obviously this has a Philly tie as well too. I just really I wonder if with uh, you know the Panthers, um, if you know uh, their coach uh, uh, had you know um, decided to uh, jump his former team, uh, and, and that's why they had to make this move. I, I don't know, but you know they gave up a lot. Uh, obviously uh, on the Bears side, I like what the Bears got from him. Hey, li- li- listen, you know, Ryan Poles, man, the number nine pick, number 61 pick, a first round in 2024, a 2025 second round pick. You got DJ Moore to go along with Chase Claypool. You got Edmonds, who's a great linebacker, Nate Davis. And then TJ Edwards, he's a very, he was a very solid player for the Eagles. Like he, he, he didn't get enough recognition because of Kazir White. And Hassan Reddick. But uh, I, I got to ask you, as mm-hmm. an NFL fan with no ties to either team, do you think 
Do you think fans were robbed of possibly seeing a Jalen Hurts game-winning or game-tying touchdown drive? Oh, the Super Bowl. Talking Super yeah. Bowl. Just, I just, I just want to – because I've talked to numerous people. Like, listen, we're not going to mm-hmm. debate it wasn't a penalty. It mm-hmm. wasn't. I just think in that moment it hasn't been called all day. I just it, it's it's one of those things that you know you sit there and you think it's fishy, but I you sit there and you think like you you deny fans. You can say you what you want about Eagles fans. I'm not, not going to sit there and not say. I think I think and football fans are mad that they didn't get to see a potential game winning game tying drive in the Super Bowl in the biggest moment of the game. Like it was the, one of the most watched TV shows that they said in a long time that Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, you you want to uh, let the players, uh, you know, decide. You don't want the uh, the referees to do that. Um, I think it's hard. Obviously, what Bradbury said that it was, but I mean, what's I, I don't know. Um, I think you know this. Sometimes you have these quarterbacks that that really ascend, and um, Hertz did that this year, right? You know, I mean, you put a lot of players around him, and he he really did ascend. Uh, and um, I think he has, uh, from an outsider looking, at, he has that demeanor. I think um, he can use this, right? Obviously, it'll depend on kind of all the pieces um, for the for the Eagles to kind of get back there. But they're right, right there um, in the mix now uh, because they have their quarterback, and that's what it is. I, I think you know, it's it's funny. I was just you know kind of talking about uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers because always you know, comes back to that, and you know some Packer fans are like, "Oh, we'll be fine. We've got the wide receivers." quarterback matters you know uh and they're like oh well jordan love did great against the eagles for a quarter Uh, okay right i mean you know what eagles fans said the same thing about Jalen hurts and he didn't like say what you want he had a an okay 2021 season Mm -hmm. i i had no faith that he couldn't make the jump we talked earlier i think on super bowl like i don't know i think we talked on super bowl sunday Mm -hmm. um you it, it 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 really is important and it's Quarterback play, it, it's it, it's what wins Super Bowls and gets championships. And you know, if, if you go, I don't know how much you're how active you are on social media, but <laughs> if you go on social media and see the people who despise the Eagles, they they think the Eagles are just falling off the face of the earth. Like, I I I honestly I don't see it. Like, yeah, we lost Kazir White, mm-hmm. we still have Nakobe Dean. Yeah, we lost Javon Hargrave, we still have Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and then I look at teams like. Chicago, who's a sleeper? Like I think they're they're. I I said last year, you know, in the beginning of the 2023 season, the Giants were going to surprise a lot of teams. You know, I, I think Chicago is that team. I I think it's going to be Chicago and Detroit. That's just where where I think. And I think Chicago right now, on paper, they're the better team. We don't know what they're going to do in a draft. So yeah, that's it, it's so interesting when you talk about the the NFC North, and obviously Packer fans are still delusional. They're like, "We'll be fine." Uh, I'm like, "All right." I feel we'll, like we'll, I, I feel like I, all, I feel like we deal with another fan base like that. I can't quite think of their names. <laughs> they wear hats. Yes, <laughs> they wear hats. They wear lots of other things too. So <laughs> hats and chaps. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I think. Um, you know, uh, with the uh, the division, uh, the Vikings they they are the reigning kings of the north, and, and uh-huh. they took that step. Um, 
because of, you know, their offense. And, and I think I like what they do uh, coaching wise, but they've really, you know, they've lost a lot of, uh, you know, pieces with, with, uh, uh, obviously salary cap and with, with everything like that. Um, obviously they added a nice cornerback. I think will help with them. Um, but we'll see if Dalvin cook is still there. We'll see, you know, they're how much they're going to miss Adam Thielen. He was, you know, down a little bit, but we'll see, um, what they're going to do overall. And I think, uh, obviously you look at their wins and losses. A lot of them were, you know, super close, right. By one score games, you're going to, you're going to lose more of those games. Yeah. Um, the Lions, it's funny because I'm in an NFC North uh, you know, trash talk group, and you know some of them are starting to talk trash, and it's kind of weird and funny, right? Um, but I, I think they're making steps right there. Like obviously they got David Montgomery. Uh, they took that step with you know beating Green Bay, you know, in a yeah. playoff atmosphere. I think that was huge for golf. Um, I think it was interesting because they they think. Uh, addition by subtra- subtraction, getting rid of Hawkinson, um, you know. So they've done a lot of a uh, lot of good things. They're going to keep doing st- good stuff in the draft. They've got, I think, they have the best wide receivers in the division. Um, but yeah, I think when you look at the the teams with the most upside, it is the Bears. You know, um, with what uh, uh, you know what Fields can do, uh, and and with all of the different pieces that they're adding. Um, I'm not ready to say that the Bears are going to be in the playoffs. I think they're going to be in the second spot, you know, maybe 10 and 7, 9 and 8, um, while they continue to grow. I do think the Lions are going to win, but yeah, I, I think the Bears can surprise a lot of people. Yeah. The, the only thing that scares me about the Lions is Jarikoff. It, it, you know, the, yeah. Lion, the, the Lions, the Lions could very well go. And you know there are rumors that, and again, I, I'm just I'm just thinking there are rumors that Carolina could look to trade. And who says the Lions don't trade up and take a quarterback? Like, you know, you never know. Like, you because you go back and you look. You, you, Eagles took uh, who they take? Um, they took Jalen Hurts, hmm. and then uh, there was somebody I I I just saw this that. Oh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes, like an mm-hmm. out when they had they and both teams at the time had serviceable good quarterbacks. They mm-hmm. weren't great, they were good. Mm-hmm. And and both teams felt that they needed to get better and they went and they made their teams better. You know, we with the you know, no one knew what Patrick Mahomes was. We knew he was in you know, his 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 fame this, to claim in college was the Texas Tech Baker Mayfield game. Mm-hmm. They scored like 160 points or something in that game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Jalen Hurts was the second-round pick that was a projected fourth-round pick, didn't have the the arm strength and, the, and all that. You know, something was there. You know, the leadership was there. So the Lions could very well trade up to get a, a C.J. Stroud. I don't know. I'm just thinking of, like, like how – like you said, how important quarterback play is. Mm-hmm. And I sit there and I think of, like, me and Eric, you know – weeks and days up to the draft. Like, I don't think the Eagles believe in Hedgen and Hurts. You know, Tyree Kill have gotten traded. All these players are getting traded. And then the Eagles make the, the big splash on during the draft. I fell out of my chair. Mm-hmm. Like, I legitimately did. Like, it was live. Like, we do a live show. And it's like, wow. Like, they just did this. Like, it's amazing. And, the, and then, obviously, history wrote itself and the Eagles go to the Super Bowl. But it could... It goes to show you how good a quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And then I always sit there and say it starts from the top. 
the leadership for the Eagles starts with the GM. The leadership for the Bears starts with the GM. And like I said, as a Bears fan, you have to be you have to be looking at this going. Twenty twenty three may not be our year. You know, we could be, we could take that leaps and bounds step. You know, maybe get a wild card game and win. All you do is win one. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have that ex- not even win one, but play in one, play in one, and you get that experience. And that is what that that is what I think that's what benefited a lot of the. The, the Eagles in the playoffs this year because it was, you know, you had every all oh, the Eagles are this, the Eagles are that. They're gonna get, they're gonna choke. They're they're gonna do this. The Giants are the hottest team in the NFL. Like, and then, and I just I don't think people like really pay attention to the Eagles. They just see that it's the Eagles and they just want to hate them. They just there's yeah. they were still like yeah, they were still like right. There was like still there was eight players left from the Super Bowl Fifty Two team on mm. the team still. And then there were people who were in the suit who were in the playoffs in 2019, and there were players who were still on the team in 2021. Playoff experience is huge. It, it is. Really what were you gonna say, Eric? Oh uh, no, I was just gonna say it's I brought that up to Chris before, you know, like all these people came out hating on the Eagles going into the Super Bowl because number one, they, because the fans, they, they don't like us. We have a reputation and I mean, like Chris says it all the time. We keep hearing about snowballs at Santa, which which happened two years before we went to the moon as a country. You know, so it it's we hear it all the time, and people just don't want us to win because of us. You know, and it's it's a it's a blind hate. They they overlook how good the team was last year. Well, I'm going to say last year now at this point, and. To go back to what you guys were saying earlier, it's, I mean, yeah, the defense took a big hit, you know, with this free agency so far, especially with, um, you know, with Darius Slay potentially, you know, getting ready to be cut, um, which I don't know. I think there's still something to that because he, he tweeted he tweeted out something about, you know, maybe back, you never know. And I'm like, you know what? They, you know, because I remember they last season they released Fletcher Cox and then like the next day they signed him. They, they signed him to a deal. So uh, when it comes to Harry Roseman and contracts, the guy's a wizard. So I just sit back and watch. But he, he he's got something up his sleeve because, like 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 you said, like and uh, like I said, Darius Slay didn't really have a last good eight weeks of the season. I mean, luckily they were just blowing teams out, so it didn't really matter. But right. it it's like there's something up there. Like I really think. I, and this is just me personally. I think if the Eagles resign Slay and CJ Gardner got Johnson, fans are going to lose their sh- their their ish. They're just going to go nuts. Like they're going to be like, yeah, they're crazy. They're, and yeah. then if they sign, and like I said, if people think that Jalen Hurts is getting fifty million dollars a year. I don't think he is. I think he's going to get forty five to forty seven, and he's worth every penny. Oh, absolutely. He's definitely worth more than Daniel Jones, right? Like, oh. So well, he, so so here's my question. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do, did you see a, a couple things I want to bring up? Mm-hmm. If they would have picked this is this is why the Giants are going to continually giant. If they would have picked up his option, it would have been twenty two million dollars for next season. Now they're paying forty million dollars for the next two the two seasons that is guaranteed, Eric, or three. It's two seasons that are guaranteed out of the four years. It's actually a very friendly deal for the team. But they could they could have been paying seventeen million dollars less 
this year right. if they would have picked up his option. That's why I sit there and think I'm like the Giants are just going to giant. Just like it doesn't matter. Like twenty three million dollars to an NFL team. It, it while it sounds crazy, it, it's it's pennies. He, well, here's oh, what were you going to say, Eric? I, well, I was going to say at the time when they didn't pick up his option. You know, look at where he was coming off of. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't that great. He wasn't giving them any confidence to say, "Hey, we're going to pick up your option." And then he went and had the year that he had. And a lot of people look at it and go, oh, 15 touchdowns. Uh, well, there's a little more to it than just the touchdowns. I think Brian Dable had a lot to do with this contract. And he's like, you know what? I think I can win with this kid. Give me a couple seasons and see what he can do. On that note, I, this is why I do like that. Uh, when, when you talk about quarterbacks, um, you know, I think – they it can be um, well. You had a fragile one for a while in Wentz, right? Uh, it, that dude just loved, forgot how to play football. He did. He, he did. And, and, I, and we were once guys. Yeah, he, it, he just forgot how to play. And and so when you have a quarterback, you're obviously coming off Daniel Jones. Um, and I was wondering about that. Like, oh, is he really worth it? Well, he he proved Dayball proved that he could win with him. Right. And so you almost want to give him that confidence going into this year. Um, Cause really you, you, this is almost a prove it, uh, another prove it year. Like let's like do it. Uh, and then uh, I feel like, you know, they can continue to build. Uh, and obviously now they've got Darren Waller. I, I think, uh, I think that having those extra weapons is so huge. And, and that's why um, you look at, um, you look at some of these teams that the way they're building it. And, and I, I, that's why I uh, talked to Eric earlier. Like I love um, having uh, Ryan Poles in there, but uh, I, I really love um, having Ian Cunningham in there as the assistant GM. For so long, they were going, um, you know, to uh, the money guy. You know, to ask about football, they just had no clue. And now they've got you know someone from the Eagles organization. Um, you know who? You're welcome. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and I think, you know, you got chiefs, Eagles, um, you know, those uh, successful organizations and that's what you want. Um, and you want, you know, them making smart decisions um, coaching wise. We'll see, you know, obviously, you know, the, the thing is, okay, well, Dayball, you know, bears maybe should have hired Dayball. Well, I, I don't think he was ever going to come to Chicago. Right. And, you know, so um, he is, uh you know, proven he's done a lot with the Giants, you know, and really for the Bears, the focus needed to be on the front office and continue to trickle down. And um, obviously we'll see what the Bears coach, um, you know, can do overall. Uh, but the biggest thing is just, you know, rebuilding this this organization. So it, it was so devoid of talent. Um, and that's, you know, I was looking at last year. Last year went uh, in 2022 went exactly how I wanted it to go, right? I saw a ton of a ton of you know oh crap moves from uh, Justin Fields. I remember watching that uh, you know several games, just like like what is he doing? You know, it, it was just you know obviously he's got a lot of you know uh, stuff he can, he can grow in, but you, you have that talent, and then you surround him with with. Um, with all that. And, and to do that, you need to get picks. You need to do a lot of different things. So I like what the bears have done, um, you know, from an organizational standpoint uh, to start with. No, yeah, you're right. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, 
I, I can't take Daniel Jones as serious. And, you know, I, I get that it's uh, – it's, they got Darren Waller, who is, who is a great tight end. He's When he's healthy, he's probably the, a top three tight end. Mm-hmm. Problem is his health. They still, didn't get, they still didn't get this guy a number one receiver. And, you know, we were actually uh, – Sunday morning of the Super Bowl, we did a uh, – we did, I did a segment with uh, New York Giants Rush, which is obviously a Giants uh, yep. podcast. And yep. uh, they – you know, we were talking about it. And then just back and forth, we go back on Twitter, and I'm like, I'm like, it's cool that you gave Daniel Jones all that money. Get that kid a number one receiver. You saw how you saw how important it is, you know. And you see, and you see with Chase or with um with Justin Fields, mm-hmm. you know, get he he's got two good, you know, DJ Moore. We know what he is. He's mm-hmm. a good receiver, mm-hmm. and he Chase, he was having thousand yard seasons with with you know dumpster star dumpster dumpster fire quarterback in, yeah. in Carolina. And, you know, Chase Claypool. There's a lot of upside there. Mm-hmm. You know, God. it's. Uh, you got you got Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your running back now? You lost Montgomery. <sighs> Khalil Herbert. Um, okay, so... no, I no, I remember he was he was actually the only reason I know about him is because mm-hmm. of fantasy because he was hot in the beginning of the season. He was real hot. He cooled and, off a little bit, but there's again, but there's upside there. There's a lot of upside, uh, and obviously you've got Travis Homer coming in now. Um, we'll see if they do anything else. Um, at the position, the big thing with Khalil Herbert is his pass blocking. You know, he and and that's something that you hope he continues to grow in. Um, he's got you know home run ability, and when it when you it, what it shows with the Bears is, and Ryan Poles said this from the get go. You know, obviously they they thought about getting Montgomery back, uh, but it had to work financially, and he does not uh, look at the running back as a premium position. You know, and it you see kind of all around. I mean, even see with the Eagles, you know, uh, just, you just don't have uh, a lot of teams that have that bell cow back anymore. But look at Dallas. They gave Zeke all that money. Yep. And they, and, and he's in his seventh year and he's getting cut. It's yep. just, you know, there's, there's a, I'm kind of curious as to what this Miles Sanders deal is for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I, I think I saw the the cap hit for Rashad Penny's one point three five million dollars, which is crazy, which is just which is crazy. And as I always say, bananas. Because I need to know what else it is. Because he can be a good uh, sneaky fantasy option. Yeah, he can. He just got to stay healthy. That that's a, that's mm-hmm. his biggest thing. But uh, and then going back to the conversations earlier, it's like. You know, we're going back and forth with the Giants, and I tweeted out like Boston Scott back with the with the uh, with the with the Eagles, the Giant guys, Killer. Oh, they're just like the one person responding. He's like, every time I see Boston Scott in the Eagles uniform, it's uh the, he he posts he puts the gif of Seinfeld going Newman. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, and I responded with, I'm like, he's like Barry Sanders, and then he's like the little kid from from a little giants who's who's posing in the mirror that that's what he's like to play i i it's such it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't like what he does against the giants like yeah it's, it's comical now there's no way that Fandle next season at any time touchdown for boston scott it's going to be like minus 187 <laughs> it used to be like plus 187 plus 200 now it's like nah we're not giving you this. You can bet a hundred dollars all you want. You're not getting a free two hundred dollars from us. It's 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 amazing with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, so Alan Lazard leaves 
He's going to the Jets, right? Yeah, signed with the Jets. Yeah. So who? So you sit there like you you're talking to Packers fans. Like who's on the team? Romeo Dobbs. Right, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and Samara Toure. You know, and and that's you know, uh, you Let's know, be realistic. Christian Watson, Christian Watson had a really bad eleven games. And then he had a six-game stretch where he was the best receiver in the NFL, and it made zero sense. <laughs> right, right. So, like, I think I think there's talent there. Like, he's quick. Oh yeah, uh, there's talent. I think there's talent with Dobbs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, when you look at you know Jordan Love, I mean, you look at even in some of the practice, it, just ball placement, and there's a lot there. And, and yes, I get it. I mean, because. Um, part of me as a bears fan is um, a little bit of Homer as well. You know, I want to see Justin Fields succeed. Packers fans want to see uh, Jordan love succeed, but then you have to look at uh, the reality and what a player has proven. And yes, um, you know, fields has a lot to improve on, but he's shown that he can, uh, you know, take the field, uh, take the, the team down for, you know, uh, you know, touchdowns, you know, in, in big moments, um, you know, and he has shown big playability and, and that's what you want from the quarterback position when the, the offensive line has just been horrible. I actually had a Packer fan um, say, uh, well, look at uh, PFF. Uh, the giants had a, a better, uh, had a worse offensive line and they went to the playoffs. Um, like, okay congratulations you know the bears uh if you actually watched the games uh justin fields was running for his life and i think he made some of those grades better and i don't even know how it's figured out because he was able to make those big plays because he was able to um you know use his legs and you know when when you put another put him in another uh, year with the uh, coaches i think um there's a lot of growth there when you look at jordan love um, he just hasn't proven it, you know, in meaningful games. Uh, can he be good? Absolutely, he could be, but he's not right now. There's no way he's better than Justin Fields at this moment. Absolutely not. And I, and you know, Matt Lafleur, I'm not impressed with him as a coach. Like, mm-hmm. like he's, I just don't think that there's, I don't know what it is. Like, but like, but like, it's like, and what's funny is, is we're sitting there, we're talking about the Lions, we're talking about the 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 bears were talking about the Packers and, and I could like, I know what they are mm-hmm. and I know their cousins is the, the Vikings don't scare me as like, you know, they just don't like if, if, if I'm going to do like whatever team in the AFC has to play the North next, next season, like I'm not worried about the Vikings. Like, Mm-mm. like I got Kirk cousins who, and like you said, Dalvin cook, they may well get traded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? a big possibility. They were talking about him a lot today on the uh, Sirius XM NFL channel. Well, there was rumors two weeks ago he was going to be an Eagle. I'm like, the Eagles ain't taking on that contract. And, they, no. and the Eagles aren't taking on Austin Eckler. So whoever – so stop with that nonsense. Like, the Eagles just let Miles well, Sanders go. I mean, look, they just they – just, they let Miles Sanders go, who's reportedly getting a four-year deal with Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um and they, they signed Rashad Penny for like $1.2 million for one year. So, and now with that signing, I still don't doubt that they may possibly go after a running back late in the first round. In the first round? Yep, mm. late, late. So I'm saying with their, with their actual pick. 
No. I'm not, I'm, um, you you could be dude. You, listen, like I said, like like I said when I when I did the show with him, I was like, you used to just need to link up because used to with the draft nerds. That's that's not me. Like like it's. Hey, I'm going to the draft. I'm already uh, at my hotel. I'm all, all set. So good for you. Taking take the yeah. kids too. So. You two, you, I, two, you were the you two were the big nerds. Like I, I literally talking. looked at, I, I was looking at um phillysportstrips.com. They they're running a trip to the draft, and I was I was really thinking about it. But I problem for me is I can't find anybody nerdy enough to go with me. Someone's like I'm not standing there to watch them pick people. <laughs> That's no, dude. It, it it it's so much more than that. They got oh, a ton of is. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so have, I'll have, I'll see you there if you want to go. So. <laughs> I, w- I went to the NHL draft when it was here in Philly. I had a great time. All the stuff that was going on outside, what was happening inside the stadium, I had such a fun time. Yeah, th- it, it's more to it than people just think. They have all the interactive stuff down there. It, 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 it was fun. So but, I, I was going to, you know, you were talking about the Vikings and kind of looking at the schedules. And, and uh, you know, obviously when uh, everything kind of releases, I'm all we'll be doing a show kind of on that, um, you know, schedule release. And, um, I remember, and, uh, I'm going to, I'll keep putting it out there. I I had, um, uh, this time last year, I said the Packers were going to go win eight games. And, um, when you look at it, I I think you just have to be honest with, um, with your team. Right. And I think, um, when you look at the Vikings, um, it's hard, it's hard to be, uh, you know, Obviously, if you're a Vikings fan, you're excited. You say, "Oh, well, we had a fantastic season." But yeah, I mean, you look at it; it is tough to win those t- those close games in the NFL. I mean, did they only win lose one game, one of those close games, or what was that? Uh, it was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, they were they were a ridiculous record. With yeah, their point their their point differential was what's like might have been negative because their losses were bad losses. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was trying to find the 2023. Um, all right. All right. So when you look at it, um, why can't I find this? Um, all right. So this is the, um, is this the finalized one? I think. Um, so Vikings, 2023 opponents, the 49ers, Chiefs, Chargers, Saints, Bucks, Packers, Bears, Lions at home. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to be uh, a little bit easier, I think. 49ers are going to be tough. Chiefs are going to be tough. Chargers, we'll see. Um, Saints, we'll see. I, Eagles, uh, the Vikings are coming to Philly, I believe, to play the Eagles. Are you are you worried about them? No. Listen, the Vikings last year were a minus three important, minus three in point differential. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Again, that's that's bananas. Um, you, you, I hope. I'm not going to sit there and I, again, you can tell, you can ask Eric, I don't do predictions. You, you know, we don't even know who's going to be lining up on the other side against Justin Jefferson. Is it going to be Bradbury? Is it going to, be, we don't know. And is the game going to be played at eight o'clock on a Monday night or eight o'clock on a Sunday night? Cause if it's, if you give me what day and time it is, I'll tell you right now, if it's at eight o'clock on our Sunday or Monday, the Eagles are winning. <laughs> it doesn't matter who Kirk Cousin plays in prime time. He's winning. He's not winning. That's so crazy how that happens. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I think that's talking a, to Vikings that's a crazy fans, stat. that's a crazy it is. Stat. And talking to Vikings fans, um, really, you know, the uh, it wasn't on 
on the offense. It wasn't on him. Obviously, it was on the defense. And so they go ahead and try to fix the defense. We'll see what Flores can do, right? And we'll see what their new cornerback can do. Uh, but they have a lot of uh, – they lost Kendricks. They, you know, Obviously, you don't, you don't know all the players. But when you think of you know some of the skill players that you know are going to be there, um, what – I mean, are you more scared by Cousins and Jefferson? Or are you more scared by – Fields and DJ Moore or whatever, you know what I mean? More scared by Fields and DJ Moore because Fields has the mobility. Mm-hmm. And he, he just reminds it, me too much of Jalen Hurts from the from not this past season, but the one before. He's just mm-hmm. his his passing's not refined yet. He's still very raw, but he's got the legs. Mm-hmm. And that's what scares me. But he's got He's he's got something in that Jalen Hurts coming coming in ahead of, into year three, which is three good weapons with Komet, mm-hmm. Poole, and DJ Moore. So, you know, you, you got to hope that the coach sits down and say, "Listen, we're going to use you to run, but you you can't run all game." Like that that run he had against the Eagles that didn't count. You, you can't he, he he can't do that. He cannot take those hits. You, you that, can't. Yeah, no, you're right. So, yeah, I, I would agree. And, and I think it, it's, uh, you know, obviously when you look at uh, the NFL, you look at these players that, that are just kind of the wild card. And, you know, obviously, you know, people are talking about fields and not him not getting hurt and whatnot. And, uh, but you, when you have a player that has that kind of, that has it, right. You know, uh, when you look at uh, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes as it, he's all over the place. And, and he is still able to kind of do some special things. Now I'm not even you know going to compare fields and Mahomes, but um, because I think Mahomes is, is getting into that category of even uh, the goat conversation, he's getting there. He's a, he, he has that path, right. Um, Cause he can do more than, than Brady has done. So we'll, I mean, but when you have that player that, that has that playmaking ability, um, that's what you want, and that's what you get excited. That's what uh, defenses worry about. And you you go back to like Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins, like he was, you know that that famous uh, you know uh, quote on the sideline of you know when um, Fields was there on the sideline by him, and uh, Mike McDaniel uh, told him to stop it. You remember seeing that? And, yeah. and 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 so and I think you know when you look at uh, Jalen Hurts, he has. Um, from the outside looking in, he has that kind of calm demeanor and then he's able to make plays. You know, I mean, you, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys wish he, he hadn't uh, made that fumble. Right. Yeah. But then yeah. what did he do right afterwards? Right. He got it out of his mind and he just went, went to business. Right. You know, do you know what annoys me about that whole fumble thing is to play before was a false start. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think? About this, them trying to ban this uh, this third and one and fourth and one push play. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Well, um, as a fan, I don't mind it. Um, but you know, as, as someone who, I mean, I, I'm not going to uh, pretend I played very high football. I mean, I played uh, <laughs> high school football, and I was a lineman. You know, and, and uh, 
that's got to be hard on your body to, to just get, you know, pushed, you know, uh, because not only you got someone behind hurts pushing, but then you, you know, there, there's just so much there and it's, um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, what are, the, uh, is, is it banned in college? Cause it was, or no, they took the Bush push, uh, um, USC. Right. So, yeah. um, I don't mind it from a fan perspective because it's just another strategy. And I think if you keep trying to take things away, then it's just, it, you know, you're regulating it too much. Uh, but I can understand from a physical perspective while they're doing it, because obviously they want to the optics of they're trying to take care of their players physically. Right. Yeah, I get it. I, I just think, I, I, I think there's just been a lot of pushback from the media and everyone else, because and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Jim Hurts was 37 for 39 on that play. Mm. And the two times he didn't convert was on a Monday night game against the Washington Commanders that Eric was at. That was mm-hmm. the only time he never converted. So it's Eric's fault. Yes. It is absolutely my fault. So <laughs> I think I, I think they're they're looking at the success, this the success. And you you're you're gonna have your football purists to say it's it's an illegal play. And I just I don't think and by the way. Miles Sanders' deal was thirteen million. Was four years, twenty-five million dollars. Thirteen million of it was guaranteed, which goes to show that I think instead of investing that money in Miles Sanders, the Eagles are signing C.J. Gardner Johnson. So smart. You, you can't. This again. This is well, again. I'm just thinking. I'm not like this hasn't happened. I'm thinking they could have afforded to pay him thirteen million dollars over the two seasons that it would have been guaranteed. Absolutely. Full. Well, I think that money is getting pushed into secondary. Well, I'm I'm reading right now, like literally the Eagles, like Roseman was able to lock up three running backs for a combined total of around five million dollars. Rashad Penny, his deal is reportedly up to two point one million. Boston Scott, reportedly around two million, and Kenny Gainwell getting around one million dollars for this upcoming season. Right now, those are your three running backs that are under contract to play for the Philadelphia Eagles. Five million dollars between three guys. I think that's the way they're going to the NFL. I mean, the Bears are kind of like that too. I mean, what uh, Montgomery got uh, eighteen million for three years, and so some yeah. people, the you know, Bears fans, are complaining. Why couldn't we do that? Well, you trust younger players, Khalil Herbert. You, you know, these other role players are going to bring in Travis Homer. They'll probably bring in maybe a rookie at some point in the draft. Um, and you trust at that position. It's just, I mean, yeah, we talked about it earlier with, with Zeke Elliott. I mean, it's just not a, a premium a position where you, where you have to throw a ton of money at, you know, quarterback has to be the number one. Right. And um, how's your offensive line? Is your offensive, offensive line? Offen- How, yeah. Is your offensive line good? I'm going to be, I don't know off the top of my head right now. No, it's horrible. I mean, so, but so then that's where you need to build. Exactly. That's where you invest your money in. And and we may still sign that's, Orlando that's Brown. What I think you guys, yeah, that's literally what I think the Bears do it at, uh, at number uh, nine. I literally think that's where they go offensive tackle. It depends who's there. Um, you know, Skaronski is a possibility, uh, but they're talking about how uh, obviously he's a local kid, Northwestern, um, but how his uh, arms aren't very long. Uh, so that would be tough. So Paris Johnson's the other one out of Ohio State. I think I've I've heard. So it really depends who's there. I think for value. But yeah, I mean when you look at uh, you know Ryan Poles, he's 
offensive lineman uh, played with uh, Matt Ryan at BC, you know, line uh, that's going to be important for him. So um, they'll probably, you know, sign uh, Orlando Brown, um, you know, and and then that'll kind of inform what they're going to do in the draft. Could be also Isaac Salamalo. That's another name too. Yeah. So here's my, here's my, who's who's your backup quarterback? I don't even know yet. I let me see because they we got Peterman is not there. Let me take a look here because yeah, Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz are available. <laughs> no, thank you. You know, I I wouldn't. Um, I would wonder if they would almost go with someone who is more similar to Fields. Um, I don't know if they would do Mariota. Um, I hope the Eagles signed Jacoby Brissett. To be honest with you, I thought he already he was signed. signing. He got signed today. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, you know, signed him. I, I heard it. He signed with somebody today. He did, yeah. I think I did see that too. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember who, but I, I heard Son his name. Of, Son of a gun. Here you go. He's expected to sign. Oh, no. He, he signed. He, the Washington Commanders. That's what it was. Yep. So, right now, oh, yeah. he's got a lot of money for a backup. Eight million guaranteed. Wow. Wow! You know, one year. I, I take that. Yeah, it's one year. I take that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take that well, way back. Well, some some people would rather throw a lot of money at a at a proven veteran quarterback to to be the backup quarterback for a year. It's it's happened before in the past. I, I'm kind of curious to think the Eagles would go after Matt Ryan. <laughs> They're not. They're not resigning Carson Wentz. Who, whatever rumors you heard on social media, no, no. I swear to God, the, the, the idiots out there who are saying the Eagles, the new thing was the Eagles should sign Zeke. The Eagles should sign. No, I don't mm-hmm. want Ezekiel Elliott. I got better needs than Ezekiel Elliott. And don't sign Carson Wentz. I, I can't. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not mentally ready to deal with that again. <laughs> you don't even want to do Matt Ryan. He's done. He really is. You know. what I mean, like, um, he needs to retire. You think um, you think oh yeah. I I mean, he was, the, I had him on my fantasy team, uh, when he was, oh, he was terrible, the Falcons terrible. and, and, and he was terrible. And, and so the Colts thought they were going to revive him. No, that it's just, yeah, I don't think, uh, even a backup role. So yeah, right now, Trevor Simeon, I don't think is under contract, Tim Boyle. Um, so the, the bears will probably, you pick up a veteran, um, at some point, um, they may even, I don't know if they'll draft someone late, right to kind of uh you know fill out the um but when you look at you know some of the bears needs it'll be interesting to see like defensively what they do um i really like jack sanborn i think uh he he's going to be a good especially you know with tj edwards and tremaine edmonds there i think that's going to really help him grow i me and eric were talking the other day i can't believe how much money jimmy garoppolo got from vegas I get it. All that dude is win. All that dude does is win, and that's only because he's got the ball in his hands. I don't. But it's still not a bad deal. I mean, it, people just surprised that he got that. I, I don't know why. Like you said, all the guy does is win. It makes sense though with uh, McDaniel, right? McDaniel's. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, he's comfortable I, with him. He knows him. I would love to see the Eagles sign Cooper Rush as the backup. <laughs> That would be funny, but I could honestly see them possibly signing Mariota. 
That's why I was wondering yeah. the bear, if the Bears would do that, you know? Because um, if, if something happens, there are a ton. Because if something happens, it feels you want, you don't want to have to tailor the offense to, oh, yeah. uh, if you have someone similar, um, you want to, you know, try to go with that. That's so. exactly what I was thinking about Mariota. Like he's, not, for Eagles, yeah. he's not that much different than Jalen Hurts. You know, mm-hmm. he's just he's athletic and, and he can move. So mm-hmm. it's you don't have to really change up too much. I agree. So yeah, uh, that exactly what you said is the exact opposite of Matt Ryan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's another one. He's like Nick Foles. He's just stuck there. He just can't move. He's just done. I mean, even Tom Brady, who was not a not a Jesse Jesse uh, whatever Jesse Owens, he could. He could literally, he could move a little bit, but these other two guys, he can't. Matt Ryan just can't. He's stuck. Nope. Nope. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it's, uh, it's been so. I'm gonna head out in a couple minutes, but I want to mm-hmm. know what your take is on the Lamar Jackson situation. Oh yeah, I mean, I just. I get from his perspective, Lamar Jackson, why he he wants to get his money, and it, it's it's such a uh, uh, like he's similar to Fields, in, you know, running and everything, and and um, he needs to get his money. He wants it wants to be guaranteed. I don't know what the Ravens are doing because you take Lamar Jackson off them, they're not relevant. I, I know um, uh, what was the the backup quarterback um, Huntley Huntley, you know. Um, Stop it! I know what you're. You're, you're right. He, they're the, like you said. They're irrelevant. They, they are. And, and and with all of the money they gave, uh, they they put on defense. They're not paying um, their that defense for the team to be irrelevant. Um, first of all, um, something is uh, fishy with with their training staff. They they all need to be fired with all of those injuries, right? And so um, I do like it from. Uh, from that perspective too, when you look at um, look, you know, outside looking in, uh, Lamar Jackson, he's protecting himself, and he's, you know, he's the agent for himself. I, you know, I think, yeah, he's probably saving money trying you know, by repping himself, but it's it's got to be tough to take the emotion out of it, right? Um, as a player, and you know all the work you put in. These agents, um, they know how to negotiate and all of that, and, and um, it, it's just. Um, you just have to take that emotion out of it, and and, and I actually did that with the, my job today. I'm a recruiter for a company, and and I had a candidate, and I was working with a client, and I had to negotiate, and um, it was it was not a very pleasant conversation, right? Um, but I was able to have that. The candidate would not have been able to have that. They would have been like, "All right, I'm out of here," you know. Yeah. Um. And and if even if they were able to have complete that conversation and, and, uh, fix it, there still would be some hurt feelings. So there's going to be some hurt feelings. I think, um, you know, Lamar on Lamar's side, but you know, the Ravens, they've been smart, smart organization. Um, but they, they just really need, they need to uh, get this locked up and say, you know, Lamar's our guy. Um, they're not going anywhere without him. I mean, the receivers are terrible. They're terrible. I also think that I think they're afraid of another Joe Flacco situation. Joe Flacco won the Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl, and then, and you got to remember the years leading up to the Super Bowl, the Ravens with Joe Flacco were always good. They were always they in were. The second, third, second AFC Championship. Always, the, and then if they won the Super Bowl, they didn't do nothing. 
Was it because? Him, and they gave him all that money, and they ain't do nothing. Was it because of him though? Absolutely not. We always, but who gets the who gets the blame? Well, no, 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 no. I, I was gonna say, were they were they relevant they, because they were, of him? They were strapped. Be, what I'm saying is, is they were strapped financially because of his contract. That's what I meant. Which I I think that can definitely happen. Um, but when you look at the difference between Lamar Jackson and uh, Joe Flacco, I mean, Joe Flacco came from uh, what was it, Delaware? Delaware. You know, uh, you know, and um, you know, great, uh, you know talent you know but but you know he was not known for being mobile he was not known for that you know he was um obviously you know won the super bowl and everything but did they win the super bowl because of him i mean he made some plays right but really but but it was the defense uh, per the athletic the eagles are working to find or are working to find a way to keep darius like there you go. I yeah, I, I'm not at hey, all. I, I told you. I know you did, but people are gonna be. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The people who hate the Eagles are gonna be so mad. Again, I don't know what Hallie Roseman does with the with, the, with Sal. I don't know. I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna poke the bear. <laughs> just just well, keep doing it. <laughs> like the we thing deserve. That made me laugh, the what? thing that made me laugh was it was literally one of those things where it's like, okay, all you have to do is extend them, say, two years. And turn his seventeen million dollar um, like salary for this year into a signing bonus, and that's how you make your money. That's how yeah, you make I, up the capital. Yeah, I th- but, the, the rumors were that he wanted a three year deal, a three year deal fully guaranteed. He wants the full three years, which is, which I get. Like it's your last contract. So here's the thing with that. I think that the good front offices and general managers. Um, are able to kind of go back and forth with some of those things, right? You know, the business of things, uh, but also kind of making players happy. And it really seems like the Eagles have been able to do that. You want to be a a franchise as a destination. Uh, The Eagles have have done that, right? Um, You look at a a franchise like the Packers, and and they've kind of like thumbed their nose at all of that. They're not making free agent, you know, acquisitions and all that. And and I have Packer fans or, they're like, well, we don't have to because we're we develop people. No, you don't. You wasted one, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you won one. You wasted Aaron Rodgers' career because you weren't able. You, you know, you thumb your nose at free agency signing a wide receiver. You thumb your nose at, um, you know, you think you were smarter than everybody by trading up to get Jordan Love, who could be good, but at the time, if they had got they had drafted a, a better receiver at the time, they would have another Super Bowl by now. You know, if they had drafted, you know, and, and so when you have front offices that are smart that are going to be able to um, finesse their players and, and do some of these deals because it's business, yes, but it's also people. And, you know, as much as I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, I mean, he came out today and was basically like throwing the organization under the bus, right? He really did. He really you know, did. He really and, did. He did and not he's care. like, he did not care. He did not mince words. He was like, like I, I, I said last Friday I'm playing for the Jets. Now it's up to them. Yeah, and and he was he he basically said uh, what did he said he went into his retreat ninety uh, percent he was going to retire. He came out and was like, "Screw you! I'm gonna you know I'm gonna keep playing because the Packers don't want me." He's and, insane. And, and you know he is part of it, but you know <laughs> a lot of it is because I think the Packers have assumed they are they've been a flagship franchise. Everybody want to come for them. It's it's this you know. Um, you know, storied franchise, right? You know, no, you have to get with the times. And obviously the Eagles, um, I don't know, 
they had an opportunity to uh, to either you know take a nosedive or not, and you know they've really turned into uh, one of those franchises that like other teams want to emulate, you know, and really making those moves. And and I think um, if the Packers are smart, they would, you know, really do this the right way and rebuild. That's why I was not upset that the Bears had a bad season last year. You know, they just needed to tear it down and do yeah. it right. So I'm going to leave you with this, and, yeah. I want, and I want your thoughts. What are your thoughts as Nick Sirianni and his antics on the sidelines when he looks into the camera like that? And that's and I'm and I'm leaving with that note. I just want to hear what your. I have to leave. I got to do a couple things, but I want to know what your thoughts are. As again, a Bears fan on the outside, I love it. You know, I, I like you know that was in the NFC Championship game. I think he said. Um, uh, um, he was telling the, the ref, I know what I'm doing. Right. You know? Yeah. So, you know, he's that kind of at that point where, um, it can go either way. Right. You know, it can either be uh, a detriment to the team where he's just kind of like, um, you know, it's all about him, but I think he's, he's, you know, has that right amount where he's trying to, you know, instill the, uh, team with a sense of confidence and, you know, they kind of want to see that, you know, the bears have a, a cheesy one as well in, you know, Matt Eberflus, he has this hits principle and, and all of this stuff that he brought over from the Colts, you know, um, but thankfully, you know, he's able to be a CEO and do it right. So coaches do it a different way, but if he's able to kind of get his team going, um, you know, I, I think that's important, you know, especially when you look at him being fiery and fired up um, and then, Jalen Hurts being just even keel, you know, having that yep. good mix, I think it helps uh, um, like an organization um, just be successful. So, yeah. Well, hey, man, I, I got to thank you. I know we ran really long tonight. Um, it's all good stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. But um, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show. I mean, we're going to have to call it quits. Um, but hey, uh, everyone, this is it's Andy from NFL Outdated. I uh, want to give out your handles. Absolutely. NFL update on Twitter, YouTube, uh, like, subscribe. We do the Freezing Fortnite North podcast most Wednesdays. Um, we'll get going here um, probably next week again, more on free agency and obviously stuff on the draft coming up as well. Perfect, man. Thank you. And uh, like I said, man, again, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, dude, uh, I guess all I can say is for you guys, go Bears. Bear down. <laughs> all right, my friend. You have a good night. You too. All right. All right, everyone, and that'll do it for the Philly Philly podcast. I'm Eric Snuffy Perigini, uh, Chris Lahiff. He, uh, he bowed out a little early. And um, as always, I'll leave you with this, everyone. Have a good night. You want Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We're talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to turn the beat in at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look.